Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1416. Today on Cars Yeah, I'm celebrating the second annual Cigar City Concorde Elegance that takes place November 9th and 10th in Tampa Bay Downs Horse Racing Track. To learn more, go to CigarCityConcord.com. If you have an idea, if you don't give it a try, you'll never know. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest calling in from a beautiful Wilmington, North Carolina, Joe Pap. Hey, Joe, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Mark, I've been ready since show number 364. Yes. Yeah, I'll remind our listeners, uh, regular listeners will remember Joe was on the show back in October of 2015. Show number 364. He also returned as a special appearance as Santa Claus on December 5th, 2017. So if you missed that show, go back and listen. He did an absolutely fantastic job. All right, here we go. Joe Pep is an automotive commission artist, a graphic designer, and an illustrator whose work has been featured in Hemming's Classic Car, their daily blogs, and in Muscle Machine magazines. Joe's art has been exhibited at the AACA Museum in Hershey. And the elegance at Hershey, and for over 20 years, he created comic book and graphic novels, including the iconic Archie comics. Yeah, he was the guy. Since his last appearance on Cars Yeah, Joe launched Every Car Has a Story, where he interviews numerous automotive enthusiasts. And I was honored to be a guest on his show, so you can go back and find that in the archives. 
Joe will be the master of ceremonies at this year's Cigar City Concours de Elegance. You heard a lot about that yesterday's show with Vic Piano. You know, we've got Joe Pep and Vic Piano. Sounds like I'm talking to the mafia here a little bit. Joe and and Vic. We'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Joe, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Welcome back to Cars Yeah. Could you take a brief moment before I jump into some questions here and tell us a little bit more about you and your passion for automobiles? Well, you know, Mark, again, thank you so much for having me back. The thing is with automobiles, it's when I see families at a car show and they're looking at a car, I go, you're looking at, if the car is 90 years old, I says, you're looking at a car that was the top of technology for that model year, if it's 1930 or 1920 or 1965. And then you see this light bulb go off and it, it all starts coming together. That's to me is the passion. And then, of course, uh, the people that you talk to at a car show or at a concourse, everybody has a story. You know, the, uh, the posts that you put up on Facebook with all the cars that you've had. You know, the stories upon stories upon stories. And that's what I love about the industry. Yeah, it's really, really fun. I remember it being at a car show this summer and a gentleman had an old car. It was from the 40s and he let this little boy jump in. And the first question the little boy said, where do I plug in my phone? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course. Well, you know, our, our uh, antique automobile club at Cape Fear that I'm a member of, we'll go to the local schools. And the first thing the kids notice is that, well, what's what's that knob? And it's a crank <laughs> to open up the window. The window and crank, yeah. <laughs> what's that, you know? And I mean, there was a time where you had to have money to have an automobile with electric electric-powered windows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's fun, and things have certainly changed. And this day and age, oh, my gosh, things are rapidly increasing and promoting and moving and doing things that we could only imagine. Uh, I keep thinking someday we're going to have those Jetson mobiles that just fly around the sky. I have no doubt that that'll be happening someday before we know it. Hopefully before you and I are long gone. I think it'd be great, but I just don't want, you know, Mrs. Pep to say, hey, hon, could you go out and get some milk? And now I'm um, 300 feet up yeah. and the engine light comes on. I don't want that. I no. don't want that. No, they'll have parachutes for us. Don't worry. They'll have <laughs> Thank some, you, Mark. Yeah, the government will intrude into everything and make them cost 10 times as much and just so that we'll all be safe. Well, as there we continue go. on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. I know a lot has happened in the last four years since you've been on the show. Maybe yours is different this time, but some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Joe, take the wheel. All right. Well, you know, the the thing is, is that it's, if you have an idea, if you don't give it a try, you'll never know. If you don't ask somebody, you never know. It's always a 50-50 thing in everything that you do. So my thing is, is that if you have a dream, try it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. It's the old saying about people on their deathbed. Their biggest concern is, I wish I had. Yes. Versus, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, Yes. You know, and uh, my regular listeners have heard this before. I used to be a surfer and uh, I was out with a friend of mine. Uh, We were surfing and the waves were kind of big that day. And I was a little nervous about the size. We were surfing at Black's Beach, which could be a very powerful wave there in San Diego County. And I started to take off on one of the bigger sets and I, 
I just didn't quite work hard enough. And I turned around. He was paddling over the crest of the wave as I didn't catch it. And I said, ah, should have taken off. And I'll never forget these words he said to me. He said, shoulda, coulda, woulda, words of a loser, and splashed me in the face. Now, he's a friend of mine, so he could do that, you know. Sure. But it's always stuck in my head. I mean, that's decades ago, and I've always tried to remember that. Yeah, if you don't take a chance, if you don't try something, and I'll tell you, Joe and I are somewhat from the same era of age here. We're more mature men. Let's put it that way. We've been around a while. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as time goes by, and especially with social media, more and more people are just simply passing away. And uh, last month, a good friend of mine, a guy who's been a guest on the show, Andy Cohen, lost his life, surprisingly, uh, passed away one evening unexpectedly. And you just start to see these. I think I've had about 12 guests now on the show who passed away over time. And you realize, you know what, life is fleeting. And you need to go do the things you want to do. And you need to do them today because you might not have tomorrow. So little words of wisdom. Joe and I get out there and try stuff, right? Absolutely. Because you know what? You have people that, and I, uh, to me, I applaud these people. My father always wanted me to be a mailman. A mailman. There you go. He was a mailman and he was a letter carrier for 30 years. And I tried at Christmas help 1976. I met a lot of great people, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. I had my own thing that I wanted to do. It's, uh, my daughter, she's now a successful hairdresser. She had a dream and she worked at a top studio here in Wilmington and now she has her own salon. And the thing is, is that you, you have to you have to keep on pushing. And when the going gets tough, it, it's your friends and it's your pals that carry you on. You know, uh, every day is not a banner day. You know, no. <laughs> no. it's there's days where it's like, you know, what the heck am I doing this for? But I find that it's like if I'm tired and I'm grouchy, call the day, you know, hang up the car keys, call the day, chill out. Tomorrow's another day, you know, because today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Yeah, there you go. A man, a man of wise words. There Abs- you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want you to share a story with our listeners here that uh, instigated this passion you have for cars. Because, I mean, you worked at Archie Comics for 20 plus years, long time there. Yep. You're a graphic artist. You've done some incredible things. And I'll post up on uh, on uh, my Facebook page a great illustration that Joe did of, of my headshot, turned me into a cartoon character. There you as go. if I'm not already a character, but now I'm a cartoon character. I feel really happy about that. And it's fantastic what you did. But tell us about a pivotal moment in your life. When you knew you were going to be a lifelong card. Well, you know, it's like, as everything, it all creeps in, but you don't know about it. My grandfather, he worked for International Motor Car Company, which later became Mack Truck in 1919, all the way up to 1969. And he would take me for rides. He would show me things of where I grew up in downtown New Brunswick, New Jersey. He would show me where the trolley car tracks were. Okay. And then he would show me his friends that have cars that were parked in the backyard. So this is like 1960. So these cars at that time were 30, 40 years old, going into the 20s and 30s. If I was a good kid, my parents would let me watch Elliot Ness and the Untouchables. Oh, yeah. And you're seeing these gangster cars from the 30s 
which in 1960 were, were only like 30 years old, but they seemed ancient. ancient yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yes, you did see cars once in a while from the 30s or the 40s going around in town, but they were always like, junks and falling apart. My father took me to my first car show in 1974. It was the first time I saw a brass era car, you know? And again, for us old school guys, you had to go to a library to find this stuff. You couldn't accidentally just be looking find for it online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bought a, seven, uh, a 54 Pontiac Chieftain. I don't know what made me think, I'm going to restore this car. It was like I bought a car. I bought it for a hundred bucks. And uh, Kayla Raindancer, who's our uh, uh, segment reporter for Every Car Has a Story, we were talking. I said, you know, if I was going to buy cars from the fifties, the mid seventies was the time to do it because you could have bought all these cars, but people didn't think. Well, you know, in twenty nineteen. These cars are going to be worth a lot of money to sell. You didn't think of it at that time. But as time goes on, it was going to school for the arts and then drawing. And that's where the passion grew more and more. You know, you pick up copies of Hemmings and, you know, you're seeing all these cars and it, it just grows and grows and grows. So while I was at Archie, I was doing freelance, which for the radio audience, freelance in the art field is you take your work home. Didn't even have time to do anything at the office. And I would start drawing cars. And that's uh, in uh, the summer of 2009 is when Mark McCourt and Richard Lanitano contacted me to be in Hemmings. And that started changing everything. And by 2010, I uh, retired from Archie. And now, now we're living in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I don't have to shovel snow. <laughs> That's always a nice thing as, as we head into winter here. And according to the Farmer's Almanac, we're going to have a, a colder than normal winter as seasons change every year and things change. So, uh, yeah, no more shoveling snow. Well, I've never had to do that. We get maybe one snow a year here in uh, the Pacific Northwest where I live in Gig Harbor. But uh, thank goodness, because, uh, yeah, I'd rather go up and ski in the snow and then come home. Uh, even though we do get a little bit of rain, which look out the window, it is raining today, but that's why the trees are big. So, well, let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down. Talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you faced along the way. I'd love for you to walk us through something that might have been a little painful, but more importantly, what did it teach you so you can move forward in a positive light? Sure. Well, you know, very good question. You know, life has its challenges. It's, uh, you know, you grow up in a household uh, with loving parents and uh, their health doesn't go the way you thought they would. And then uh, my wife and I, we were caregivers for them for 10 years. But what it taught me was, is that you don't give up on family. If you have an idea, if you're trying something, uh, when I left Archie Comics, I thought animated comic books online. I tried that. I contacted all my pals from the comic book industry, and I thought this would be great. But the problem was, was that to hook up all the bells and whistles at that time, it was too expensive. And it turned out that customers just wanted a printed comic book instead of something online. So you could actually see a car move across the screen. You could actually hear 
The if voice of a, a character? A voice, yeah. yeah. So if we had Mark Green as, as a comic book, we could hear Mark Green and uh, sound effects. But it, it just costs too much. But always trying, always trying, always trying. And, you know, nowadays, it's uh, there was a time where it's like if you wanted to get T-shirts made. You know, you had a good chance to sell them. Now everybody's doing it. So my thought is you can't go where the crowd is going. You got to go the opposite way. And that road is a very bumpy road. Oh, yeah. You may succeed. You may not. But you got to try. You got to try. What's that old saying about the pioneers coming across the plains? The ones that were first got all the arrows? Uh, you know, and, uh, I would have to say so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the pioneers, the ones that broke the ground, I mean, that was the tough one. So yeah, absolutely. Kind of reminds me of what's going on right now with magazines. Just, uh, last month, Auto Week has said no more printed magazines. I mean, I've been getting Auto Week ever since uh, I was in high school. I, I mean, forever. So things change, things evolve. And you're right. If you're not evolving with them and not changing with them, uh, and not looking ahead, um, can be tough. But if you are that pioneer, that can be tough too. You think about Facebook, uh, you know, what was the one that was before Facebook? Does it even exist anymore? MySpace oh, or something? MySpace, like yeah. I yeah. mean, where are they? The Yahoos, what happened? Google just plowed them over. For some reason, those folks didn't change. And I kind of think the same thing with the car industry right now. What's going to happen, you know, with electric cars and autonomous cars and all these things coming down the road? If you're not part of that group that's changing and evolving, um, you can be left in the dust pretty quick. So, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is that that's why I uh, decided to take Every Car Has a Story off the radio. You figure, Mark, it's like radio in the 40s was king. They had a studio audience. You know, Abbott and Costello would pack a theater. You know, um, but the problem is with radio is that it's to a general audience, whereas when you go podcast, it's a direct audience. So if you're a car guy, I'm going to listen to cars. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about it. So that's why we're restructuring everything to go to the podcast. You got to like you said, you got to roll with the times. It's it's like that old movie with. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito and Gregory Peck, it was called Other People's Money. And Danny DeVito would take these companies and buy them and basically restructure them to be efficient. And he said to Gregory Peck once, he says, you know, if your company's making buggy whips, but everybody's driving cars, why are you still making buggy whips? Sure. You know, so yeah. you got to you got to roll with the times. Yeah, absolutely. And boy, the times they are rolling and they're rolling very fast. Speaking about rolling, though, let's talk about your first really special car. First car in your life that had great meaning for you. What was it? I was at the Hershey uh, Elegance, the concourse. And I figured, well, I'm going to stop by, say hello to my old friends over at the uh, AACA Museum. And in the museum is a 1966 Mercury Monterey. Well, it wasn't the color that I had. Uh, my dad, in 1966, bought a brand new Mercury Monterey two-door, 392 barrel. Uh, it was maroon metallic, black vinyl roof, black interior, and red wall tires, the pinstripes. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love those. I saw that car, and I said jokingly to myself, 
hey, dad, would you ever think our car would be in a museum? And every hair just went up on my back. And it, it was like every time I see one of these cars, which is very rare, it's it always brings back great memories. As my first, I bought it for three hundred and fifty dollars in nineteen seventy one. Oh, and gosh. he bought and he bought a brand new seventy one Pontiac Bonneville with a four fifty five four barrel. And he said at that time when gas was twenty nine cents, his cars eat me out of house and home. <laughs> yeah. So that that car always brings a, a, a smile to my face. I, yeah. I love that car. No doubt. Is that the uh, seller's remorse story for you? Car that got away. You know, it's uh, automobiles. You know, you come from a working class family. You know, mom was the, the housekeeper. I hate to use the word housewife, but, you know, it was like, come on, Catherine, we're getting married and you're going to stay home and I'm going to work at the post office. So that's what my parents were. And you had a car where it gets to a point where should I actually be putting more money to this to get it prepared? or get a new car. And what that car was in uh, 1974 was the transmission was going on it. Other things were going. And uh, I decided, uh, of course, discussing this with my parents. And it was like, well, why don't you get a car that you can afford? And I bought a brand new 74 Mustang. Mustang guys hated the car. But the girls liked it. That's what mattered to me. Of course. Yeah, that was the most important thing. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about Every Car Has a Story, because since you've been on the show, you launched this. It was on a radio channel. Now you're redoing this in a podcast. You and I talked probably a year ago about this. I think you and I were on the phone. I said, you know, you really need to be a podcaster. That's the place to be. I think that's right for you. So tell us a little bit more about what is coming for Every Car Has a Story. What is it? And why did you launch this whole concept in the first place? Why is it important to you? Well, it's, it's, it's one of these things where to have your work appear in Hemmings opened up so many doors where, I mean, we moved from Connecticut down here to Wilmington, Mark McCourt, Rich uh, Lanitano, wonderful guys. If I ever have a question, I throw it at them or if I have a lead for a story. And I was contacted if I wanted to be a part of a, of a radio show. Well, you know, it's like when you're at, when I was at with Archie Comics, we met with a lot of celebrities. So you knew how to carry yourself with these type of people. And I told him, I says, I've never done radio before. And it's like, oh, come on, it's going to be easy. It's going to be fun. Well, 81 shows later, and then we were on four radio stations. I met so many fantastic people. And I think one of the memorable was Norman James. And I'll I'll tell you, Mark, I I think he'd be fantastic for your show. Norman James worked under Harley Earl and designed the Pontiac Firebird prototypes. And every time I would talk to uh, a guest that was coming on, it was uh, I always had a phone call with them just to get a feel as to how they are. If they're going to be shy, is it going to be a tough interview or an easy interview? And I also found out that. he designed the Lunar Rover, the first car on the moon. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. And as, a kid, <laughs> and as a kid, you and I, we grew up with the space race. And uh, it, it was one of these things where, you know what, time to get the questions out, you know. And I said, how come they didn't have air-filled tires? And Norman said, well, of course, they would blow up, you know. And, uh, and then here's a man, 87 years old, 
And he says, you can go to the moon now and jumpstart the lunar rover and it would go, providing nobody stole the tires. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was great. Oh, man. You know? Awesome. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I mean, we've had uh, Ted Adele. Ted Adele starting a new museum out in, out in Jackson, Michigan. You know, and he's telling the story of how how it was, uh, how he found it, and how he's trying to preserve history all around in the neighborhood, and how they got a trolley car donated uh, that was in the Hello Dolly movie with Barbara Streisand. You know, so all these all these elements. You know, everybody. Um, there was a young lady, uh, Frankie Waters, fourteen years old. She's working on um, a car with her father and restoring it. That is a lifelong, memorable story that uh, Mr. Waters, her father, will have forever. You know, it's like. Uh, so, as you know, as a father, as a parent, you know how special your children are, and uh, to work with them on a project like this. But the list just goes on and on and on. Marty Shore, I call him the godfather of hot rod muscle car journalism. This guy's got more stories than Carter has liver pills. Look that up, kids. <laughs> so that's what I really enjoy about every car. Yeah. And once we get it going, we're going to be uh, at the FLR Classic Car Showroom in Wilmington, North Carolina. So we'll be broadcasting from a classic car dealership. We have uh, a segment reporter, Kayla Raindancer from Montana. And here's a gal that has 15 cars. She's been on your show. She takes them and then she flips them. But her, her full-time job is working daycare at her mother's daycare facility. Then we have Mark Stone. He's like a car talk guy over in England. He's going to be providing us videos of all the great, all the great sports cars that you don't see here in the states. So we have all these people that want that want to be a part of it. It's so. fantastic. I think it's great. Also, you're the master of ceremonies at this year's Cigar City Concord Elegance, right? I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. It's um, uh, I've known Vic Piano for many years. And you know what's great is that the uh, and I'm, I know I'm repeating this crutch word great over and over again, but met him on Facebook, just mm -hmm. like you. Yeah, you know, and I and I always think it's like how long it would take to meet great people like this if there wasn't Facebook or social media. Oh yeah, it'd that. take forever. And yeah, that. well, you're talking to the guy who's well, you're my show number one thousand four hundred sixteen. So. Yeah, it's uh, amazing the number of people you can meet now on social media and through all these uh, these different mediums that we get to play in today and relatively easy, too. So I'll remind our listeners you can learn a lot more about the Cigar City Concord Elegance on their website. I'll put links on Joe's show notes page here if you want to go back and listen to Joe's show when he was originally on the show. And, of course, when he appeared as Santa Claus, that was pretty fun, too. I appreciated that. So, Joe, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. 
When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10 percent off your order that's edelbrock automotive performance since 1938 you take care of your cars but who takes care of your investments tune-ups aren't just for engines updating your financial plan is important too your gps may take you from a to b but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com. Or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. All right, Joe, I have a very introspective question for you now that we're back. Uh, if you woke up tomorrow and you found yourself manifested as a vehicle parked in the garage, what would you be and why? I fall in love. I see these cars that the uh, the fans post on Facebook, and it's I fall in love every day. If it's if it's a brass era car, if if it's uh, from the twenties, thirties, and forties, you know, it's almost like uh, going back in the, when I was working for Archie Comics. It's like uh, who do you like the most, Betty or Veronica? You know, and it's like, well, you know, it's like. Uh, do you like the brunettes or do you like the blondes? It's uh, now yesterday I saw a beautiful 1937 Buick businessman's coupe. Just the be- I mean, the line work on that is just great. This summer I found out I was doing research and I found out my grandfather and his brother had a moon dealership in Highland Park, New Jersey. And then you're looking at all these you're looking at the moons and just a beautiful car. So every day it always it always changes. I'm going to nail you down here. Okay. If you're evolving as this machine, if tomorrow yeah. you woke up, what would you be? Uh, if I woke up, that's easy. And I said this before in my first interview with you. It was um, Lily Prey's father, Malcolm Prey, and his 1937 Delahaye. 135M Roadster. Yeah. I would want I would want to be reincarnated in that car. And then I would know how to talk French. Ah, we oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lily's going to be a guest this week on Cars, yeah. So 
those of you who don't know her, she's going to be a guest here on the show, so you'll have to wait for that one. It'll be fun. Joe, we're up to the last lap here, like I mentioned, and we're entering this, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that beautiful old car throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? If you hear a noise, take it to the mechanic <laughs> yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah, check. have it checked out. How about a personal habit of yours you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? It's always good to bounce off the ideas with your pals, with your wife, and your family. Yeah. Uh, they're going to tell you if you're full of beeswax or not. <laughs> but yeah. the thing is, it's up to you if you want to move forward. That's my advice. There you go. How about a resource? Uh, is there a resource that you think our listeners would enjoy? Oh, my God. Well, it's... Uh, there's a Hemmings. lot of them out there, I know. I know. There's there's tons, but it's... Uh, I love Hemmings. Hemmings has always been a fave. Uh, what Haggerty Insurance is doing now on Facebook and uh, showing you how the car operates, uh, they're interviewing mechanics, and uh, I find that to be very helpful also. It helps me because as an artist, I see the outside of the package, the design of the car. But uh, as for the nuts and bolts of the car, uh, this is where I get my education from. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I think it's great. If I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? You. Me. <laughs> well, you. So, you know, someday we are going to get together. I know we feel like we're old friends, but we've never actually sat across from a table and uh, enjoyed a meal together. But we're going to do that one day. I have no okay, doubt. I okay, I know that. Well, to answer your question, uh, this man is, I would say, well, he's long gone. Uh, Henry Ford. Uh, Henry Ford, you know, there's people that didn't believe in his political views. But the part that I always like was that he would surround himself with talent and pay them to do the job. And you know, when you work in advertising, you can't micromanage. You know, you have to bring, you have to commission work or, or get people to do that informational work for you. Uh, I mean, here's a man that was born, now quote me if I'm wrong, during the Civil War or after the Civil War, but he brought in a whole new wave of into the automotive industry. Yeah, revolutionary. But that, that's a person. That's a person I would love to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. if I had a chance. Yeah, absolutely. How about a book? Is there a book that you'd like to share with our listeners you've enjoyed? Well, uh, books. I like picture books. Well, you're a comic I, I book love, guy, huh? I, well, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, you know the. Uh, I was just reading an article, uh, Life Magazine, and they did an article back in the late fifties on illuminated tires. But I'm more of a picture book guy. If I start reading, I I fall asleep. <laughs> you just I need to read better stuff. You know what I need to do is introduce you to audiobooks. Uh, maybe that's the, the method for you. I have listened to that. And Mrs. Pep has uh, turned me on to them. Uh, love good World War II, World War I stories. You know, the thrill, murder stories. Uh, I listen to uh, old radio broadcasts, detective detective shows. But with me, I'm more of a I'm more of a picture book guy. And uh, uh, who else is going to be at the concourse is Mark Miserola, and uh, it's uh, he just wrote a book called Great Grills of the Fifties. And uh, I know I'll be getting a copy of that when I get down to the. Uh, down to the concourse. You know, I think a book I need you to get is a uh, past guest of mine, friend. He's been on the show several times, Bert Levy, B.S. Levy. He just produced a 
copy of The Last Open Road, which is the first novel that he wrote, but he's done it like a 50s radio show. And I actually am one of the voices in this book. He asked me to be a voice. I have a very minor bit part, but, you know, first time I've ever done that. But uh, you need to check that out. And I'll I'll put a link to that. Uh, Bert Levy's The Last Open Road. His new audio book is absolutely brilliant. I'll put a link to that on Joe's show notes page. You can find all these great things on his show notes page. And if you missed again his first show with me, you can go back and find that on the Cars yeah website. All right. We're up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a cool car today. Any cool car. But there are some rules to the game since I'm writing the check. First of all, you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. Secondly, you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed around here. Thirdly, it's the only cool collector car you can have in your garage, so choose wisely. Got it. Well, the uh, I've, I'm getting into the old school racing cars, 1910, 1915. Oh, wow. And this car was called, or this race car was called the Beast. Ah, and, is that the, the French car? Yes. Or no, the Italian uh, car, the Italian race car, wasn't it? Or is it French? I don't know. Well, I'd, I'd have I, to I think up. I know the the Beast of Turin, right? This thing it had a, a brass a brass nose, and it was red, and it was a two seater. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and the that. Beast of Turin. This car is uh, no. I know the car you're talking about. Uh, it just ran actually. Uh, it's a 1911 Fiat, actually. So yes. it is an Italian car. I had that right. It's an incredible car. It's uh, a four liter giant pistons, probably the size of coffee cans. I'm thinking. It's a monster. It, it almost doesn't seem real. I believe it ran at Goodwood uh, just recently. Yes, so you can go yes, back and did, yeah. find a video of that thing. I mean, you have to be pretty brave to jump in that car and drive it at speed, I think. But, the but beast- they were going down the interstate. They yeah. were going down oh, the yeah. interstate over in Europe. And this car was just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Get out of the way. Here yeah. I come. No, it's, it, it just, it, it's a monster. That's why they call it the beast. I, you know, listeners, just go online and type in The Beast of Turin, T-U-R-I-N. You'll see all sorts of uh, videos. Magnificent car, incredible car. Uh, you'd have to be a beast to drive that car, I think so. But, uh, okay, well, that's a very unique answer to that question, Joe. Absolutely yep. brilliant. You. You're welcome. Thank you. This isn't Mark. Now, let me tell you, and, and your audience, it's like, you know, I'm not a world scholar, but the thing is, is that I love my cars. I may forget the name, <laughs> but thank God you know you can get I that know, information faster than me. I know exactly the car you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Well, Joe, you've taken us on another great ride today. This has been really fun to reconnect with you. Thank you for coming back and joining me again here on Cars Yeah. Before you drive off into the sunset in the Beast of Turin, is there a little bit of parting wisdom or guidance you might leave us with? Live your dreams. Yeah, absolutely. And do it today. Live your dreams. Live your dreams and think positive. Because you know what? Before you know it, 20 years have passed. Yeah, it's frightening. (laughs) And it goes quick. Yeah. It goes quick. It does. And what are the best ways people can follow along with what you're doing these days? Uh, Every car has a story. Are there places that we can find you? Sure. Uh, We have uh, Every Car Has a Story past shows on YouTube. Just look up Every Car. Every Car Has a Story. Facebook under uh, Joe Pepitone, not the baseball player. Every car has a story, the uh, the social page. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. have that. So there's three ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you, you have Twitter as well, I understand, and Instagram, right? Twitter and Instagram. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. All right. I'll make sure I put links to all those on Joe's show notes page. 
so you can check him out and follow along with what he is doing. Uh, Joe, again, this has been absolutely fantastic. And listeners, if you missed my first talk with Joe, just go to the Cars yeah website page, and he's guest number 364. Um, also, you can find him uh, as Santa Claus back in 2017. That was a delightful show that we did together. That was, as that well. was a lot of fun. That, that was, was a great fun. fun. Joe, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and always smiling face. Love seeing you on Skype this morning. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road, or I'll see you at the Cigar City Concours de Elegance. See you then, and happy motoring, everybody. Absolutely. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!